I'm thinking something like. Hi, I'm Fine It's Fine <laughs> listeners. It's Amber. And I'm Melanie. And welcome back to the podcast. Mm-hmm. We're in our new space. Yes. I love You did such a good job. Thank you. Yeah. Melanie was like, let's uh, switch spaces and I'll, I'll finesse it. And then <laughs> we came in. There is a beautiful sign. <laughs> Plants are everywhere. It is a love jungle in here. <laughs> Interior design is like a hobby fun thing for me, like creative. So it was fun to thank you for indulging my plant fetish that I have. And, yeah, I do. And fill in the room with plants. <laughs> it's such a nice space. And I'm so glad um, we've had a lot of technical difficulties. And so to... <sighs> to understand. <laughs> oh, my God. Literally. I, I was like, God, all we're trying to do is a mental health podcast and you keep <laughs> testing my brain. <laughs> and I'm... What? What did I do? <laughs> so... Yeah, we've spent months um, trying to get the technical stuff. Yeah. But we finally got it. Thanks to, yes. Yes. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you, just everybody who's been, spent their time and come over and like help Uh us. It's been really nice, but we finally got it down. And um, so this is our new vibe. Yeah. We're excited. We just recorded our first episode in here. Mm -hmm. Well, besides, we did one that didn't work. Yeah, so, so you'll never hear that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we had our first guest and filmed and it all worked this time. It did. Yeah. And it was a wonderful guest. Mm-hmm. It was such a perfect Drew Harrison, Nashville comic. Just like it was funny because you, Melanie, you were like, who's coming today? Because <laughs> I, I don't I like, have a lot. Yeah. I was like, what's their energy like? I don't know if I can hang mm-hmm. with some big energy today. And he's just such a calm wonderful yes it's always such a a pleasant surprise and a pleasure to meet a man who can be vulnerable Mm -hmm. in everyday conversation and just like gives you a calming energy because as a woman some a lot of times around men you got to be on guard you don't even realize you're on guard yeah absolutely because they'll say things and you're like you shouldn't have said that Mm -hmm. but you just deal with it every day so you're like here we go but with drew there's none of that Mm -mm. No, from the since I, because I didn't, I, you know, I didn't know him until he came today, and he's just very, from the very beginning, very chill, mm-hmm. just relaxed. We started talking about Bob Ross, yeah, <laughs> and painting, and yeah. And you know what's cool too is before he came, we were joking about like you were like, can we get some divorced people up in here? And I was like, no, not allowed. <laughs> and Drew is divorced, so we got to yeah. talk about that too. Yes, yeah, it's really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for everybody to hear. And talk about, we talked about some fun, interesting topics. We kind of bounced around everywhere, but it was a lot of fun. It's a really great episode and a good start to Mm -hmm. the new space. Um, I want to say, I know it was like we were wrapping up, but I want to mention a couple of things. Um, One, uh, there is a trauma comedy album that is out that I am... I don't even think I've told you this. You're looking at me like, what are you about to say? I'm kind of like, hmm? Should I know about this? Yeah. So I, yeah. Okay. Um, I made this, uh, it's been in the works for a year. Uh It's a comedy album about trauma. And I've like pulled all these comedians to do songs about 
trauma and it's so good and the all the proceeds up to a thousand dollars i'm going to donate to healing in the margins <gasps> which is your girl yes so ashley hampton wait she runs hampton house counseling and thank you for that that's awesome thank you on behalf of ashley because i know she's just gonna die when she hears this i told her <gasps> but in a weird way i just tagged her in a video that was like i'm donating the money to oh. ashley hampton and she was like oh my god thank you and i'm like yeah that's just kind of how i'm telling people about this <laughs> Last minute, here you go. Yeah, but she has a nonprofit. We're going to be having an uh, an event June first. Um, but it's where the 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 what they do is raise funds to help um, people in the margins and help with therapy costs, but also therapists in the margins um, be able to receive trainings and support in that way, and then just just kind of the community in general. Um, it's it's really really great it's something i'm i'm very passionate about supporting and so thank you for supporting that a too. thousand percent so yeah. yeah that album link so the gofundme is in my bio amber autry comedy on instagram you just go any amount that you donate you will get a link to the album um and like i said up to a thousand is going to ashley and then anything over a thousand will go back to paying the artist because they donated their time to this yeah. mm -hmm. so um i really believe that we're going to hit over a thousand because mm -hmm. I know great people. They know great people. It's going to be good. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that's a cool thing that's uh -huh. happening. And I wanted to mention that. Um, I also just got done at the Rhyme. And I wanted yes, to that. I was like, we have to talk about that because I've been wanting to ask you about it all day long. And <laughs> I haven't got, I was like, okay, we'll wait till we're, we're doing this. So how awesome was it? I know we were messaging a little bit before you were going on and you were just so pumped up and excited. I was just like, oh my gosh, I was there. <laughs> so tell us all about it. It was wonderful. Mm -hmm. Every single bit of it was just, I, Alex got to come backstage with me mm -hmm. and they put us in the Johnny and June. I saw your story. Yeah, it was so very awesome. sweet. Yes. And I just, I, you know, this is, well, I won't preface it. I'll just say it. It was never a dream of mine, like, oh, I can't wait to perform at the Ryman. I mm -hmm. guess it was just never in my head. Mm -hmm. um, but to experience it was, I was crying throughout the night, just being like, I oh. Imagine. And it was just, um, I was surrounded by good people who believed in me. Mm -hmm. I crushed that shit, dude. Oh. My only complaint is that I wanted more time. I know. But that's okay. I love that you are, and I just want to point out, because you have shared, like, in the past how, you you come out as things second guessing and needing this external validation and I remember you messaged me and you're like I killed it mm -hmm. and I was like yes and I love it. you're like stepping in to that and I think the more of that energy you step into the more it's just going to come your way it's thank awesome. you yeah mm -hmm. I believe that too mm -hmm. and um it was cool because like Mike James uh the other guy who opened for fortune it we were opening for fortune Feimster, and the other guy who opened for her he was just same energy, mm -hmm. kind, talented, wonderful, like just amazing. And after my set, he was like, yo, industry is talking about you. Like they were all back here being like, this is a girl, da, da, da. And uh, Andrew Dorfman, who owns Zanies and like Outback and stuff, he uh -huh. was like introducing me to bookers and like sure. hugging me and being like, I won't let them forget about you. Like he's just mm. such a kind soul. Yeah. Shout out to him too, because every time I talk to him, he talks about how much in love with his wife he is Aww. every single time he finds a way to bring it up. And that's the sweetest freaking thing. He asked, he asked Alex, he was like, what are you doing here? And Alex is like, Oh, I'm her boyfriend. He's like, I really hope that works out for you. And we thought he was kidding. So we laughed. He's like, no, really? I want everybody to be in love. Like I'm in love. <laughs> so sweet. He's like, I've truly found the love of my life. Just like she's not in the room and mm -hmm. he's showering her with love. Aww. 
it's really nice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was a it was a great experience, and I'm just I'm excited to see what what's next. It all happened so fast, and I'm just so grateful that I have that I get to live to be me. I love me. Oh, <laughs> I do. I love me so much. I love you too. I love you. <laughs> Oh wait. <laughs> um, okay. Will you just describe just not everyone gets to stand on that stage. Yeah. Like yeah. it's a, an iconic stage. What was that like? You when you had you had the stage. It was mm-hmm. yours. Yeah, you know, oh god. I've been <laughs> in a few theaters now. But this one was different. I had never been in a Ryman before. This is my first time. To be in it and you yes. were performing. Yes. That's badass. It was so cool. <laughs> the backstage has like the Ryman with like dolly pictures and like all this. I'm like, oh, God. And when I got on stage, I thought it would be bigger. But it is a big place. But it's also so intimate. I've never been in a theater that felt like friends around a campfire. Uh-huh. But also huge. Mm-hmm. So it was just, it was a perfect space and the laughter was Just like like the acoustics in there oh man like, i was like i know i need to pause for y'all but i have 12 minutes like <laughs> i have to keep going you know it was just like oh uh-huh. it was friends around a campfire hugging you know it was just oh. like <laughs> i know that sounds cheesy no but oh it sounds awesome it was it was really great and i felt at home mm-hmm. i felt like i i like at home i felt like i killed it oh. and just welcomed into that space mm-hmm. and i can't wait to be back i know i'm gonna be back mm-hmm. headlining that shit yeah, selling it out i love it yeah thank you for asking yeah, absolutely i wanted to know i, I want to hear more about it too later but okay. no it's that you're doing i've said this before to you of like you're doing exactly what you're meant to be doing but i imagine that show this past weekend just like really really affirmed like I hope it took away any second guessing you ever do. Thank you so much. Yeah. You know what was cool is I was looking in a mirror and I was like, this is so cool. Like mm-hmm. talking to myself. Mm-hmm. And then I got here myself. Yeah. No management. No. I mean, obviously I've had help and people who've believed in me and stuff like that. But like I am standing on the Ryman stage doing my jokes that I wrote being myself yes. because I believed in me. Uh-huh. And I had as a kid watching that so raven being like i want to make people laugh for a living that's mm-hmm. what i want to do and from that kid mm-hmm. to open mics to rejections to do an improv for a little bit you know, like all this stuff <laughs> you know we, we all stray okay <laughs> we all go to dark places <laughs> no improv school for those people um <laughs> no but you know just like all this stuff mm-hmm. it just solidified like it just gets me hype when I think about that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I think everybody, when someone's like, oh, I really wish I was working with pets or I, my true passion is this. I'm like, follow what's in your heart because mm-hmm. it's not just for you. Yeah. It's for everybody else. Like, it, it just makes the world better. Mm-hmm. The amount of messages that I get that are like, it, it saved my day to hear your comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going through a lot of shit right now. You know, that's because mm-hmm. that was put in me. Yeah. From the beginning, mm-hmm. you know? So Yeah. If I've had a tough day and I want to laugh, I go watch your stories. I'm not kidding. <laughs> like I I'm like, you. oh, that'll make me laugh. So I watch I think you're probably the only person stories actually watch. Oh, stop. <laughs> but keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I also love your Instagram. You post great <laughs> mental health 
I don't want to say memes because they're not really funny, <laughs> but just like quick little things that just uplift me. And oh, in my stories. Mm-hmm. So I only post something when I read it and I go, hmm. That's exactly what it meant. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if I get, if it elicits a response from me, it goes to the story. You're very good at that. Thank you. Yeah. At listening <laughs> to the, to the right thing. Cause mm-hmm. it's good. Thanks. <laughs> I so, can't take credit for it though. What? It's not my stuff I'm posting. I'm reposting other people's Yeah, but stuff, some people but repost things that aren't good. There. True. You know? True. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, all good things happening. Uh, you guys are going to, to love this episode Mm -hmm. and i'm so excited about this this podcast like the journey this new space is just one part can we call it magical yeah okay that's my i like that word i like magical Magical. Mm -hmm. i've had a lot of magic going on recently and this has been a big part of it i'm not kidding i know you're not kidding that face is (laughs) yeah i'm learning your face yeah (laughs) (laughs) something sweet and endearing (laughs) <laughs> that does look like you're in trouble that's not <laughs> it could be like are you kidding are you sure no no <laughs> most of the time with you it's oh my god <laughs> same <laughs> um yeah. okay and if you're listening to this go leave a review i know you're like well i'm listening i know like, but you subscribe. can like subscribe <laughs> leave a review you can have two tabs open <laughs> You can multitask <laughs> while you're driving. It's mm-hmm. not that hard. Yeah. Share about it. Yes. Share about it. I like it when people don't really do it on mine, but on yours, I think it, I'll see you repost where some people have made comments yes. around like parts of their episodes that they liked hearing or things that were helpful. I love that. It's so nice. Yeah. The so share that stuff. We love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. It keeps us going and motivated. A thousand percent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can we share, did you, I don't know if you shared it on another one, but where, I think you shared it with me in a text, but somebody said they were scared to go to therapy and then they listened to the podcast and then they were sharing with you, they went to their first therapy session. Yes. And he loves it. And he keeps messaging me and thanking me again for us doing this Mm. because he listens to every episode and it's just like, it, it really, it really helped. It made him not scared. Yeah. I love that. Cause I, I just don't. I think I minimize the impact, like things I do, yeah, have on others, and so that and doing this has really opened that up for me to where it's like don't discount things like something that I might think it in a big deal means a lot to it hits somebody in a certain way, and so I, I love that this has the opportunity to do that. Yes, a thousand percent, and that's kind of like what we talk about with Drew about mm-hmm. our tiny impacts make big, mm-hmm. tiny actions make big impacts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. Enjoy the episode. Thanks, y'all. Hi, Drew. Hello. Hi. Hey. I already, I love you. Oh, well, thank you. I, lo- I love you as well. Oh, you're just so, you're so calm. I try to be, you know. You are calm. Yeah. Not all comics are calm. I know. Melanie today was like, um, the person who's coming, what's their energy? Because I only have a certain level today. Understand. Understand. I hope I've met expectations. Beautiful energy. Okay. Love Good it. I try to keep it, you know, what's what's the point of getting upset, you know? Yeah. How'd you get there? By being upset a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask how old you are? I'm 37. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just trying to mellow out with age, you yeah. know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, did that take, like, going to therapy, or did you just do that on your own? No, I did it on my own. 
I, uh, you know, spent a lot of my twenties being angry at things, um, and uh, just realized like why, <laughs> you know, like I I don't know how I had that realization. It's just the older I got, uh, you just realize you can start handling whatever comes your way, you know, mm-hmm. and you just start being like, all right, well, instead of freaking out about this thing, let's just deal with it. So what'd you learn about anger? It gets you nowhere. Because mm. yeah. I, I mean, I, I grew up uh, in a family just being angry. Like I had a great family, like a great childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, but just angry at certain situations, you know. Like I, I don't know my dad. Never met him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I, obviously, that adds some anger into the pot. Um, and then my brother uh, has uh, mental disabilities, mm-hmm. so that really pissed me off as a kid. You know, just not understanding it. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mom's a very like uh, don't trust anybody kind of person, mm. so she's like <clears throat> didn't share a lot, you know. She'd just be like, "Hey, he's got stuff going on," you know. I'd be like, "Well, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Let me be angry about it," you know. So, spent a lot of my childhood just being angry about stuff I couldn't control. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Was it just you two, you and your brother? Yeah, me and my brother, and we our grandparents took good care of us too. Like okay. they were, in, we had like a parenting team with like my mom uh-huh. and my grandparents. You know, so it was nice. Yeah, that had to. I can imagine like being just two children and him getting a lot of attention. Yeah, but it really, it really like looking back on it. Like I definitely didn't understand it then, but definitely looking back on it now, like it makes me appreciate me time. You know, mm. like because my favorite place in the world was just me in my room. You know, like mm-hmm. I had my room set up for me, you know, so I was perfectly happy being there. Did you like when have you ever talked to your family about? Yeah, me and my mom, like when I moved to Nashville, like 2019, me and my mom had a real like throw it all on the table. This mm-hmm. is how we feel kind of thing. Because I was just trying not to be a burden to her. You know what I mean? Like she has to take care of my brother. She took care of both of her parents as they were dying, mm-hmm. you know, like didn't put them in a home, had like medical beds in the house type stuff. Yeah. So I was just trying to be like, hey, <laughs> I don't need to, to, I don't, you got enough, you know. From the beginning you felt that way? No, like as I got to be an adult and stuff, you know what I mean? Like, no, she was definitely always been there for me when I need her to be, you know, yeah. she didn't ever put me on like the back burner or anything like that. But mm-hmm. uh, definitely as an adult, I tried to, you know, just be like, I'll get through this. I don't need to bother her with it. You know, so. So what brought the conversation up when you moved to Nashville? Yeah. Well, she took it as I didn't want her to be a part of my life. You moving, deciding to move. No, like me not telling her about stuff. Oh, okay. So I saw it as I wasn't putting more on her plate, but she right. talked. She took it as well. I guess he just don't want me to know anything. Mm. Yeah. So we got like it was nice to uncross yeah. those cords, you know. Yeah. So many times I hear just a, a conversation can just like change yeah. what we spent years and years. The just being angry because she kind of. I mean, you could tell she's mad at me about it, you know, for sure. Yeah. Mm. So how did it, it change nice. your relationship once you guys kind of now to we that just be completely honest with each other? Yeah. You know, like we can call each other out. Like, hey, I didn't like how you said that. That yeah. kind of hurt my feelings. Mm. You know, so it's, it's not we have an adult relationship. <gasps> That's Fantastic. really cool. I think it's so cool that you came to the realization yourself that anger isn't worth it. Mm-hmm. No. Because in my like we <clears throat> in my family we have anger issues and it took me like going to therapy and learning that anger is not a negative emotion mm-hmm. to like face it. But I'm just curious how Well, what, I mean, that's kind of my family showed me that. You know, like my grandfather like 
he looked like an angry man, but he was very <laughs> level headed. You know, like he's very intimidating. <laughs> like my friends would cover and be like, "God, it's your grandpa." All right, uh, he just looks like an old Irish boxer or something. You know, like, uh, but he would, you know, he'd get angry. He'd be like, "Oh," and then he'd be like, "All right, let's figure this out." Mm. You know, like he'd he'd be very like he taught me how to be a very rational person. You know, like I usually can reason through. Like, well, why am I angry about this? Oh, okay. Well, let's fix that then. So I want to throw this thought out there because you said anger doesn't get you anywhere. Would you say shove down anger doesn't get you anywhere? Yes. Because yeah. I've heard this has come up in recent conversations and I read it somewhere, but it was saying befriend your anger. Okay. That it is your best friend. It cares about you more than anything and anybody else because it's <laughs> something from inside it's that's true. saying I, I, it needs to stand up for something. Okay. Yeah. With that, does that Yeah, resonate? no, that resonates for sure. Okay. Yeah. Because like, I think I, I've cut out a nut, like too much anger sometimes. Where like, there's definitely times my wife's like, "You're not angry at that." Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, should I be?" <laughs> <laughs> like, I, yeah, I'm angry. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like I guess I sometimes it does feel like I overcorrected yeah. the other way. You know, mm-hmm. where I like let too much go. Mm-hmm. When she says that, have you has your experience been like? letting it seep in a little bit and like managing or or what happens when she's like, are you not angry? Oh no, we have great uh, mm-hmm. communication. So like she'll check me pretty good. You know, <laughs> like she'll be like, is that really how you feel about it? And I'll be like, no. <laughs> well, I guess not. Like she'll make me like reevaluate it, you know, and see oh, it from good. a different way. Uh-huh. So, I mean, we do it back and forth too, yeah. you know, like help her see things sometimes too. Has your relationship always been like that or has that been a growth? Yeah, we've uh, we've known each other for 16 years. Wow. And uh, friends in high school and college and reconnected in our 30s and got married. So it's oh. been been fun. Yeah. That's so nice. You know how, like, because I feel like a lot of relationships in your 20s don't work out because you kind of, I'm a completely different person than mm-hmm. my 20s. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I got married in my 20s. And yeah. then when we hit 30, we were just different people yeah. that didn't get along. And just somehow me and her changed into these people that are just completely compatible that's awesome yeah that's what you were married in your 20s yeah for how long 16 months (laughs) 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 well with the north carolina court system like 24 months wait what does that mean north carolina you have to be legally separated for a year and they have to have it on documentation and then you can save up the money to get divorced (laughs) they really don't want you to get divorced no they want you to stay in that house until it becomes a problem. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. And how did you meet your first wife? Uh, through friends. We, okay. we we somehow were from the same area, but we never really like knew each other. Mm. But friends of friends kind of thing. So what, I mean, I, I'm just like outing, but Melanie has also been in a different divorce. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I, th- I mean, I think it made me who I am today, so I'm I'm good with mine. Big for sure. one, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Those, those eight months I lived by myself in a one-bedroom apartment were probably some of the most fun eight months <laughs> I ever had, you know? Why is that? Just, I, I got to really f- see who I was in my 30s, you mm-hmm. know, like, kind of surprising myself. Like, oh, this is who you are now? Okay, cool. I like this. I remember after I got divorced, there was a moment where I realized... I kind of had a clean slate yeah. where I could do and be like where I really was like got to think what do I want to do 
It's not like, a combined future anymore. You're right. like, it's completely on you. Yeah. I was yeah. like, okay, I don't want to have kids. Yeah. I'm not going to have kids. Um, but you were almost headed down that route. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah I was following the formula. Yeah. Know? It's out there. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was like, didn't want kids. I was like, I don't really care to get married again. I want a partner. But I was like, it was fun. Yeah. Just the realization there was this blank slate that I could. I could live wherever I wanted to live. I could be friends with whoever yeah. I wanted to be friends with. Like, you're staying at an event longer than you normally are, and you go to check in, and you're like, I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> this is nice. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> from the, like, what was your, because you have that month where you're separated, so. Oh, the year. The whole year. Oh, sorry. Yes, yeah, a year. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Was it like, we're done, or were you still kind of like, it was so weird because it was one of those things where it took me a little bit to get over her. Mm-hmm. And then she started having second, like, started second guessing it when I was over it. Every single Which I'm time. so glad we didn't meet up because we, we, it needed to be over. Yeah. You know, it wasn't one of those things like, oh, man. You know, it's yeah. like it hurt because yeah. you did fail at something. Mm. But you're just like, all right, well, this is much better. You know, because I, I, I want nothing but the best for her, but just not together yeah i think you fail if you didn't learn anything yeah i think it sounds like you learned yeah i I just i i I worry about mom because it was one of those situations where it was kind of poop or get off the pot time (laughs) and we needed to break up Mm -hmm. but we were just like let's get married (laughs) you know know, like (laughs) yeah we doubled down instead of going our separate ways i feel like there's a lesson right Mm. there because we had a great relationship those first couple of years and then it just never was the same. And I don't even know. I don't think something happened or anything. It's just like we were different people. Wow. I think that's common I hear of couples decide, like, we, let's get married and that'll fix yeah. this, like, disconnect that's happening. I'm just glad we or, got married and didn't have a kid. Yeah, let's say, <laughs> yeah. Or they say, let's have a kid and it'll bring us closer. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. that was the one that we did pick out of yeah. the two. But, oof. <laughs> it's, I... I have never gotten a divorce, but I hear that a lot when people are like, the pain they feel is like, it's a failure. That seems mm-hmm. like, that, that, I don't know. I'm like, no, it's not a failure, but I also don't know. Well, you always have that second guess and like, could we have done more to fix mm-hmm. it? You know, did we, could we have taken another step? You know what I mean? Like, there's mm-hmm. definitely, you start thinking, you look back, you can't help it. You know, it's just one of those nights mm-hmm. you start looking back on it and you're like, ah, we did, we did that. We should have done that. You know, mm-hmm. you just second guess a lot of things. So I think that's where the failure feeling comes from. Is like ah, like you 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 retrace your uh, pick your own adventure book, and you're just yes. like, this is where it went wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, those were so fun. I, I, love those yeah. are so I had an Indiana Jones one girl. <gasps> what? That's awesome. Book fair. <laughs> <laughs> so when you were um, when you met your wife now, uh-huh. or after your divorce, were you like, I'm gonna get married again? No, I was done. I was like, I'm not getting married again. This is stupid. I was over the legal <laughs> part of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yes, it's so uh, much. It's so aggravating. Like, because because you got to send the divorce papers authorized mail, so that person has to sign for them, and her roommate signed for it. So then she had to mail it back to me, and then Stop. I had to remail it back. Why to would her, her roommate sign it? Because uh, I'm sure the mailman wasn't like. Are you Because you, you're supposed to check their ID. You know yeah. what I mean? Wait, a guy shows up and, like, sign this? Yeah. For certified mail, they ha- they're supposed to check your ID. Yeah. And so that you, they make sure the person receives it. Shut yeah, up. Yeah, so it was just a failure Her on all the parts. Her roommate signed it? Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. 
She just, I mean, she just thought, yeah, I'll sign for her, you know. <laughs> like, no, it's not legal. <laughs> okay, uh, so you were done. Yeah. What changed? What were we talking about again? Sorry. Meeting uh, your <laughs> wife. Oh, yeah. I, I was dead set on not getting married again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, like, this is the girl, like, I've chased her for forever. Really? You know I mean? Like, what? this is the, this is the girl that, like, and she'll admit, she'll, like, this isn't anything. She friend-zoned me a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I was, it was like a Corey Topanga from Boy Meets World situation. <gasps> oh. You know what I mean? Like, she did, she went through her, her, like, spell where she didn't believe we were supposed to be together. Mm-hmm. You know, I went through mine. And then, you know, timing just happened. It was great. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love stories like that. Right. I'm just mm-hmm. a big Boy Meets World fan, so I just had to throw that in there. <laughs> Consider myself more of a Sean Hunter type. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great one. So did you bring, did you feel like in this second marriage, how did you feel going in? Was there a lot of like anxiety or were you just like, let's fucking go again? Baby? No, I felt good about it because we did have that way of being like, had it and like, like that communication. Like we never let problems fester. We always were like on the spot being like, hey, that I, did, I didn't like how that mm-hmm. hit, hit my ears, you know? Like, wow. So yeah, we were always good on that. And I just feel like I learned so much <laughs> from my first marriage. Like, I have that voice in my head now that's like, don't say that. Don't don't bring that up. She don't want to hear that. This is not the time to say that. So it's nice. I didn't have that filter my first time. Yeah. Like, I felt like I overcorrected. You know, she said that we didn't communicate enough. And then I was like, okay, well. And then she's like, okay, you're communicating too much. (laughs) So I feel like I found that sweet spot of letting things go that aren't big issues. Mm. And then also bringing up the issues that that matter. That's so nice. That's the process. Finding that middle ground. Yeah. yeah. And you both, like, came in with good communication skills. It wasn't like, yeah. that's so nice. I mean, not the greatest, but with each other, yes. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, You allowed each other to learn. <laughs> yeah, 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 How much do you think you guys had a strong friendship before you said you've been huge. friends for yeah, a long yeah, time? Yeah. I'm sure that has. Because we knew, and plus, we just have so much in common. So yeah. that's just huge. Uh-huh. You know, like, she's a big sports fan. I'm a uh-huh. sports fan. She loves Bluey as much as I do. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Bluey's a great show. It's fantastic. How many episodes of Bluey do you watch? (laughs) (laughs) Like, are we doing average per day kind of thing? Like, I probably average like five episodes of Bluey. No, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. That's still under an hour. Oh yeah. That's how I have my morning routine. You know, I have my smoothie in the morning. I watch Bluey. I can't tell if you're joking or not. I'm not. I'm dead serious. <laughs> I'm not. That's how serious I am about Bluey, okay? There's no jokes here. <laughs> what do you like about Bluey so much? It's just relaxing, man. Like, I've always been one of those uh, kids. Like, I didn't like Disney movies. I don't like most movies that are sad at any point. Oh, yeah. I don't care if you bring it around at the end. I don't want to be sad at all during the movie. I watch rom-coms and I watch adult cartoons. What? Yeah. I need movies to not have anything on the line. <laughs> you know? I know a lot I of people like that. that. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I can't watch. Like, we started watching The Boys on Amazon. I was like, it's too sad. I'm not good. I don't want to watch this. Wow. Yeah. Things that I mean, there's too much sadness just... in the world. I don't want to yeah. watch. I don't want my entertainment to be sad. You know what I mean? That's yeah. What, it's hard for me. Like, you know, I'll watch some reality shows. Oh, but yeah. I have to limit, like to like one at a time yeah because it's just too much i need yeah. something that's just gonna yeah. let me my mind play yeah a little bit I like a, a big comedy person 
I wanna, I'd, I'd rather laugh with my entertainment. I want to mm-hmm. be like, mm-hmm. I definitely feel that. That's it's gotten so much lately where people are like, check out the show, and yeah. everybody's murdered in the first five minutes. Yeah. I'm like, dude, this is not good. I, I never got the un- I never understood the the Black Mirror uh, phenomenon. I was oh. like, oh, you want to feel like a terrible person? Yeah. That's why you want to watch. <laughs> the world's ending. Let's yeah. tune in. Yeah, let's keep it going. You know? Drive that fear deeper. Yeah. yeah. Just watch, watch the news. <laughs> Honestly. I can't. I don't watch or read news. I don't either. Saying. Unless so, uh, there's something like big that going on. Then no, yeah. Even still then I don't. I just hear it from comics, really. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Why do you want to watch mm-hmm. the entertainment version of the news? <laughs> <laughs> Like if you don't watch the news, I'm not going to watch something that makes me feel that way, too. You know? yeah, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. I know. I just started watching um, Yellow Jackets, which is just a scary, terrible show. Oh, and now I'm, I'm scared of the dark again. Yeah. I went so See? long without See? being scared of the dark, and now I'm scared of the dark See, why again. do you make yourself feel that way? When you, you'd really conquered this. I know. Because we started watching Class of 07. What's that? Uh, they go to their high school reunion, mm-hmm. and then the world ends. <laughs> I'm dead serious. <laughs> They're at the reunion and Armageddon happens. In a fun way? Like the world's flooded way. And, <laughs> on, and their boarding school is on the, the highest mountain in Australia. So it's like literally the peak. So they're like where stranded their up was. there trying to live. But that's the whole first season is them like, are they stranded? Are there other people? What's going on? Wow. Yeah. And is it giving you anxiety? About the end of the world, but they do it in a fun way to where they still got me hooked a little okay. bit. You know, like, it's not complete doom and gloom yet. You know, they right. always drop a little, it could be okay. <laughs> they might be okay. Yeah. You know, like, don't get me wrong, the last episode, they're drinking, eating boot soup. So, like. Oh, God. Boot soup. Boot soup. Boot soup and boogie. Boot soup. <laughs> but, yeah, I, yeah. Have you always been that way, like, since a kid? You've wanted to watch? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you didn't like Disney didn't movies. like Disney movies. Why's it got to be sad in the middle of it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Are you a crier, you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah? That's when I cry. Like, that's how I get my, my crying out. How? Do you purposely, like, watch something to make you cry mm-hmm. every once in a while? Yeah. Just to get it? Yeah. Sports okay. Center was doing pretty good there for a little bit. No, they had this. Are you a Vols fan? <laughs> no, they had no. <laughs> They had this. They had this segment. All right, Auburn. It was like called, uh, it was like My Wish. Like they do the Rascal Flats. My, Stop. And it would be about some, you know, kid that was like in a wheelchair that just wanted to play catch with his favorite baseball player. So I'm just sitting there just like, all he wanted to do. Oh, my God. That's a paid actor, Drew. Like, they get me. Every time. time I'm I'm like, right. Yeah, that kid just wanted to throw with Mike Trout, man. (laughs) Oh. I I think it's so cool how em- emotionally like in tune you are because yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. that's rare for men, yeah. especially just to be open about it. Yeah. Do you feel like in your relationships with guys, uh, you have to? Are they like, whoa, you watch Bluey? Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> like luckily a lot of my friends have kids, oh, <laughs> so nice. they watch it too. But they are all like. <laughs> They're all like, why do you watch it? You know, like, <laughs> like they don't get it that I watched Bluey. We were talking about a little, I watched Bluey and Bob Ross is like my like yes. meditation. He you know? oil paints. He yeah. was showing me pictures earlier yeah. of his oil painting. I was like, how did you learn to, because he, he was talking about the art over here, but he said he did oil painting, and I was like, how did you learn? He's like, watching Bob Ross. <laughs> True. Yeah. You said it's a, meditative. Yeah. How? He's got That's such impressive. a soothing voice. He does. That's so nice. Yeah. I'll show you some pictures when you. I would love that. Yeah. I heard that Bob it's Ross good. too. Like the episodes are supposed to take you on a journey. Like if you put yeah. the pictures together, oh, it's like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, like different paths and mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, that's awesome. I would love to see. I wish, like, he's been he's been dead for quite some time. I wish like a museum would like 
do like the history of Bob yeah. Ross. I like, think there is a Bob Ross museum. Is there? Really? Oh, okay. Well, I've got to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think it's far from here either. I oh, remember seeing it on the road somewhere. Well, he's, he, he filmed everything in Indiana, so maybe it's up oh, there. maybe there. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not far. I, I'm just, I, I don't think we've really talked for a long amount of time. Yeah, we ever. always have to see each other. But hey, how you doing? Yeah, and then go. Yeah. yeah. So I just, I'm so impressed by how calm and like, I don't know, just in chill you are in oh tune. thank you um the bob ross experience kaylee is pulling it up oh my yes. god it's an experience thank you kaylee yeah, i'm here for it muncie indiana <laughs> yes oh wow How far okay well it looks a little that's for parks and sad oh no it's got oh, they the got video. the original cameras and his paintbrush <gasps> yeah i'm there look at that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let's make a road trip let's do let's it go do it right now mm-hmm Go. Bye everybody. <laughs> that looks really. Thank you. That's dope. Yeah. Okay. I'm just. Imp- and I mean, he just really like. I just appreciate him because I, I watched his biography one night. Like I was already into watching him paint, and uh-huh. then because they have. Do y'all ever watch Pluto? Like that free TV. Mm-mm. I, I know so. what you're talking about. It's like an app. On yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. They have free TV, and they have like a bunch of old tv shows and stuff like you have a baywatch channel and like an american gladiators channel like jeopardy and like stuff like that where it only plays that yeah old episodes so that's where i've been watching bob ross because it has a bob ross channel and on the bob ross channel one night i couldn't sleep and i turned it on to like be like maybe i can just fall Uh asleep to the painting and it was his biography and i was like what and he really got a lot of flack from the art community for wanting to make uh everyone feel involved you know what i mean like mm-hmm. in the 90s the art world was very prestigious and mm-hmm. it's uh you, you have to be high in fashion to get to the art gallery you know and bob ross like nah man i just want everyone to paint you yeah. know <laughs> and the art community really didn't like that and so he was like well i don't care if you like it or not i want people to have fun painting and he really wow. like he wasn't considered a great artist by his peers because of that because they felt he like because he spoke it to down. poor people. Yeah, right. <laughs> Those poor people want to paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember watching Bob Ross growing up. Mm-hmm. It was fun, like to yeah. watch. It was like, that I would watch it in that like this old house, like the guy fixing up the house and yes. stuff. Oh, do you guys remember Pappy Land? I, that hit something in my brain. He's a remember. painter too. Yeah, he's like that. Bob Ross, but like adjacent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he just calls out. himself Pappy. So pappy. you gotta be I'm careful pappy. with that one. I'll be the Pappy. <laughs> <laughs> when did you get into like painting with Bob? This is recently. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I've only done like four or five paintings. Like I'm just like it's still it's pretty new. Is that so? Like you're a comedian. We haven't mm-hmm. mentioned that, but I've figured since the podcast is about that, <laughs> <Yeah>. people know. <laughs> but like, is that something that you really enjoy? Like having a different art yes. outlet? Yes. So I got like during the pandemic. So I mean, just to give a base, like I was just always told by a bunch of teachers and counselors and stuff growing up, like there's no money in art. Don't mm-hmm. get into art. Like I really loved art as a kid. Like I loved drawing and like my I would blend my two favorite things, the sports and art, and I would redesign um team uniforms. Oh wow. Like what I think they should look like and stuff. Like <sighs> this is when I was like eight, nine, ten years old. Um, and then like everyone's like, dude, you can't why are you drawing? There's no money in that. Go get on the baseball field. That's how uh-huh. you know, so I just switched and did sports all of my teens and twenties. And then uh, during um, the shutdown, I really got back into drawing and doodling. And um, my wife's family's been super supportive. Like every Christmas, they get me like a Michael's gift card. You know, oh, like yeah. I saw I got all like my, I bought like the Bob Ross uh, <laughs> uh, 
like bundle, yeah. I guess they call it. Uh-huh. So it's got a bunch of his paints and stuff. So so I just got into it. You know? Wow. Yeah. I love that. What do you feel when you're painting? Uh, right now, just stress because I'm like trying to follow along and like get oh, it. Oh, interesting. Like, now I'm like I've got a couple under my belt where like I feel like I've learned some of the technique and stuff. So like the last one, I really got to just chill and paint what I want. Like it didn't match what he was painting at all, but I was using his techniques and stuff. So like now I'm like now I feel like I've got I've hit the sweet spot where I'm just like oh okay let's mm. put a happy little tree here. <laughs> yeah. But now I'm out of canvases, so now I gotta go to Michael's and get some canvases. So. That is so cool. Yeah, I love you. that. I yeah. do. That's amazing. Have you, um, this seems like a hardship, but have you ever been to therapy? I did it one time uh, when I was like 19, 20. Like I came home, I went to East Carolina University uh, and didn't like it. Just didn't like Greenville, North Carolina mm. as a town. <laughs> You're from North Carolina, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just, I was 17, you know, like I just don't feel like I was ready. Mm-hmm to be in that much of a, like, it was, like, stimulate, like, stimulate, like, too stimulating, you know, like, I had too many choices, you know what I mean, like, not that I didn't have freedom at home, it's just too much going on, you know what I mean, like, that's, I saw, that's a wise choice as a 17, I feel like most 17 year olds would be like, let's go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I saw somebody get shot Halloween, you oh know, like, right God. at a convenience store, so, like, that just kind of messed with me a little bit, um, and I just came home and went to community college, and just kind of was, like, down and my mom could kind of pick on on it so like she tried to get me you know to see people and help and just didn't vibe with my therapist only went like Mm. three or four times Mm -hmm. that's a bummer and that kind of did that where you like i'm good on therapy yeah Yeah. because they also put me on a medication i didn't really like vibe with at all like it made me not it just made me feel nothing you know what i mean Mm. like if if you're impactful It just made you feel like literally someone could run up and hit you in the face, and you'd be like, <laughs> "Sounds <you."> good, bro." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> at eighteen, yeah, yeah, eighteen, nineteen. That's wild. Yeah, and then I, I actually uh, was going to community college, so I was, you know, wasn't really hanging out with the best people for your mental. You know, we all kind of just, you know, it was all just a pity party. You know, yeah. like well, I ended up here, I guess, you know, whatever. And so uh, a buddy had some uh, some pills and prescriptions and stuff like that, you know. So did all that, and I I I had some friends die. Uh, like I mean, we've consistently where we're from, it's a big uh, overdose town. You know, mm-hmm. we've we've lost quite a few people we went to school with. Um, so I had a couple of people die in a row, and I was like, oh, okay, I don't want this anymore. <laughs> you Damn. know, so I kind of weaned myself off of. I was on oxy oxycod oxycodone. And I weaned myself off of that just because too many people were dying. And my mom took that as a, like, severe depression, which I guess in a way it was, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. drug withdrawal, you know. Mm. But She so. didn't know that you were on drugs? No, and we weren't at that point where I could be like, hey, mom, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just because, again, I didn't want to, like, oh, great, I'm taking care of this son. Let me take care of this son, mm. too, you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, we've gotten all this out and you know had one of those like well let me tell you all the things i did Mom, yeah. you know like it's very refreshing when you can finally be an adult with your parents and be like right. this is what i was going through mm. this is what you thought this is what was actually happening here yeah have you i bet that was a cool conversation and it was great yeah. it felt so freeing yeah. you know like thousand pounds off your shoulder yeah have you i'm just curious if there's been ways you've been able to let her take care of you in different ways after kind of having that relief from that conversation to where it didn't feel like a burden uh 
I mean, I just think the truth in that relationship itself is mm-hmm. mentally freeing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think we both realize we don't have to worry about each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're both, like, she realizes she put a good foundation, mm-hmm. you know, parenting for me. That, you know, I got to prove Able to show your parent you have a good head on your shoulders is the best thing I feel like you can do for them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, hey, you like did you good, kid. A, yeah. You know? <laughs> yes. I feel like that's pretty cool. You know, to be like, Mom, I'm good. I got this. Like, oh, okay, cool. Mm. But I feel like you, I mean, from being a kid, you were like, I got this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know, just being aware of like, all right, she's you know, with my brother and got this shit going on. I don't have my dad around, so I got to be yeah, self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty It was kind of fun, you know? Yeah? Like, I, I really enjoyed the lone lone kid kind of thing. You mm. know what I mean? Like, I had a bunch of neighborhood kids, you know, that I could kind of hang out with and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I just loved being in my, my room, playing <laughs> with my little action figures, watching TV. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's great. You really love being alone now? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like not for long periods of time, yes. you know what I mean? But like you, you know how it, it is that that you're at a ho- you're doing a weekend Friday, Saturday, that Saturday in the hotel room. Yeah, baby. Oh mm-hmm. my god. I know. Is it not the best thing? It's so funny when people come up and they're like, Oh, where are y'all going after? And I'm like, nowhere that the you're going, room. Room. <laughs> going back home, baby. Yeah. yeah like, I can't wait. No shade to them. Like don't get me wrong, I love when I walk into my house and see my wife's face on Sunday after a weekend oh but that horror. saturday oh, is just sweet. the best mm-hmm. you know like you get the mm-hmm. whole bed the whole like queen king bed yourself yeah. <laughs> to watch what you want to watch on tv it's, it's, <laughs> yeah that's that, yeah <laughs> so will you talk because i'm getting to talk with comedians a lot i've learned that it is a part of the process in what you do how you incorporate your personal story yeah. into the material and it's like kind of like a goal to work out some of this stuff and be able to then create laughter. Yeah. I look at it as it's a, an opportunity to be super original. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the likely, like the more stories are personal to me, mm-hmm. the less likelihood it's like parallel thinking and someone else has a joke that's similar to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if we had a joke that's similar, then that's weird. We had the same <laughs> experience. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I love finding that whatever story I can tell that I'm like no one else can tell the story mm. like I really look at it from like that standpoint so being you're telling your story original way yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. like no you can't steal this joke this didn't happen to you <laughs> <laughs> you know have you ever <clears throat> had the experience of bringing something hard into and trying to make it funny I used to have this joke about my brother having like an episode like mm-hmm. like an anger Outburst, outburst. Mm-hmm. You know, he's on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had this joke, and I thought it was very funny, you know, about how he kind of like, uh, my aunt didn't really, my great aunt didn't really believe in autism. So <laughs> her and my mom kind of butted heads quite a bit, you know what I mean? Like, what did your aunt She really thought it was on? like bad parenting. Oh, you know, like that old school, like 90 year old, like, you just need to hit him. Yeah. <laughs> you know? She sounds like yeah, fun. Yeah. Yikes. Did she have kids? Uh, yeah. Oy vey. She did. Uh, she, and one day, you know, and this really happened. I just tried to spin it into a funny way. And uh, his bit favorite thing is like soda. Like, he just drinks sodas after sodas after sodas. And he was like cracking up in a new one for dinner. And she was like, go get some water, Heath. Like, come on, you got to drink some water. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay. 
And he like made eye contact with her the whole time while he went to the cabinet and got like a glass and poured water. <laughs> and then instead of drinking it, he just poured it down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I thought that was the most baller thing in the world. So I'm cracking up, you know, I'm just like, because <laughs> we all knew that's what he was going to do. You know oh, really? I mean? Like, I mean, to something to that extent, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the eye contact. Like, is <laughs> the showmanship was fantastic, you know, like, like I even think my grandfather was like, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then that just pissed off my, my aunt, you know, and, and I tried to turn that into a joke and thinking the audience would get on my side. Yeah. Of how funny this was. And they were just like, <laughs> like that's, that's dinner time at your house. Like, that's like, so weird. Cause you know, dinner time at their house ain't all. That's what I'm saying. Who's got perfect dinner time. Right. If you got perfect dinner time, it's boring, man. Right. Something's mm-hmm. underneath that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all are all just heavily medicated. Yeah. Yeah. Paxil, just in there eating soup. Yeah. Ain't even warmed up. Yeah. That's how long did you try to like get that joke going? A while. <laughs> a while. I put like a wrestling twist on it, like he was stone cold, like throwing Dr. Peppers at him while he's clanking it and like drinking it. But, like I don't. Know. What made you give it up? <clears throat> one lady, like one time, I was at a show and she was in the front row and she's like, "That's not." Funny. <laughs> Wait, was that at the nursing home we did together? <laughs> no, at the nursing home. Yeah, Drew is very kind, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Yo, come do the." I mean, you got it paid, was a fun but experience. <laughs> emotionally robbed. Yeah, but I mean, with the ladies when they're wheeling in the people from sitting outside and they have an angry face because they're not outside still, you know, it's gonna be a great show. <laughs> so one guy was like, "Does anybody like?" need a grandson and some girl was like not you I'm like damn and i did one joke and she turned to her friend she's like what is funny about that and i think i was like i was like you're like i'm gonna to stay know. up the rest of the night thinking that myself like, appreciate it because <laughs> no, i just but- felt bad because every comic before me was like what do y'all do for fun and they're yeah, like we're not having shut up don't talk to us i think they did I mean, half were asleep, half can't hear. I just hated that the one lady that was enjoying us, they were getting mad at her for enjoying us. She was having fun. Like, there was like a mean girls group in the back of the room getting so mad at this lady, just drinking her wine, laughing. She was the only one giving us any kind of anything. Because she was the only one that could drink. (laughs) That's what they're really bad at. They're on medication. They can't drink. They're like, look at her. Yeah. Drinking. Happy bitch. She's like, this is hilarious. What's wrong with you guys? Because the one lady got punked to be part of the Mean Girls group. She was trying to be on our side in the beginning. Like, like, because I think someone asked if they had kids. And like, oh, she's like, none of y'all got kids. Yeah, none of y'all got kids. And then they looked at her and she's like, oh, I'm going to shut up now. (laughs) I'm with them. (laughs) Yeah. Forgot I'm trying to get initiated into the the ladybirds or whatever they're called. It must be wild to live in a nursing home, dude, and just like, those are your, those are the people you die with now. Yeah. I'm kind of excited about, like, I don't want it to hurry up, but I'm kind of excited about that part of life, you know? Dying? No, no, no. Like the, the, the nursing home years. Really? Yeah. What? I think I'm going to have fun. <laughs> Someone's lied to you. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, you get to kind of, choose, like, you literally wake up in the morning and you're like, how can I make this miserable situation fun today? Like, I'm going to cause all kinds of, what are you going to do? Kick me out? <laughs> 
Like, you know what, today I'm pulling that fire alarm. I'm going to do it. <laughs> That's the last <laughs> like, thing I do. Drew, what are you doing? Like, leave me alone. <laughs> Try to have some fun. <laughs> I want to be in a nursing home with you guys. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, me and my wife aren't having kids either. So it's just going to be me and her just hanging out like... Oh really? What's up, I know? thought I thought in your special you said you were, but maybe that's, that's just a, a joke. I, I haven't found a way to change that part of the joke. Okay, <laughs> so you lied. I did. Okay, well it was funny. <laughs> I hate to tell you, but I lie a lot in my stand up. <laughs> I know. I would talk about cocaine, and people would be like, "Coke." I'm like, "No, dude." <sighs> Coca Cola. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. So you um you gave up that joke seriously because a woman was like, "No." Yeah, it really messed me up. And okay. then I, and then I, you know how you know how it is when you lose confidence in a joke it's hard to get it back yeah you know what i mean like and then of course i did the worst thing possible and tried it at a couple open mics and it was, it was just bad so, i mean comics didn't got, support you of course. <laughs> they laughed at the wrestling part i guess okay cool. yeah. <laughs> like do you say trains oh wrestling <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so is there um do you, i was listening to your special and i feel oh, like it's you. yeah of course um, which is called Based on a Drew Story. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Go check it out, Drew Harrison. Um, but it's all very, I'm like, this is light. I feel light and chill, and I feel like that's what your personality yeah, is. Yeah, I'm all about. You know, um, like, I, I don't want anyone to walk away from my show being like, oh, like I feel worse. Like the same thing about the shows a lot. You know, I don't want people okay. to feel bad during my, my show. Yeah. Is that why, like, do you ever think about like hard things where you're like, mm, I wonder if I can make a joke out of that? Or is it just your way in comedy to be light? Yeah, I just want to be light. One. I just want you to have a good time. Like I literally just want mm-hmm. it to be a fun experience. Hmm. No weird moments, no <laughs> edgy moments. Like, none, like no, I'm good. There's yeah. plenty of that out there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like why, why have that out? I feel like why feed into it, that. you know? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I had a question while you were kind of talking earlier around like really mm-hmm. wanting your stories to be authentic and like specific to like your experience but people are finding it funny so they're resonating with something so there is some universal yes for sure for sure with what you're doing even though you may be talking about something very specific to you yeah and it might just be the light heart i'm curious what you think that is yeah because the lightheartedness of of things yeah because i mean like i'll i'll share my unique experience at the doctor's office Mm-hmm. And then, you know, people come up to me after the show and be like, I had a similar experience. <laughs> you know, like they treated me like that too, you know? <laughs> so, like, yeah, keeping it light and funny. Like, mm-hmm. we all, like, I, I want the weird situations you go through during the day. I want to bring out the funny in that. Mm. Yeah. Like, because I think just living day to day is hilarious. It really is. Like, the weird stuff that we do, like, just the, the stuff that we do to our, like, I spent all day to day figuring out my hard drive issue like <laughs> i had to sit down and just crack up like this is ridiculous <laughs> that this is my monday or else you're gonna just start crying and be right. angry at the situation you know what i mean mm-hmm. so like it's i just feel like the day-to-day is hilarious to me that we do this you know that is always such a good moment since i personally have been in therapy i've been able to experience that more but just like when a thing is so when your day has been so awful and you're like, I could cry right now, but you just start laughing, and you're like, this is fun to react this way. You were doing a good I'm job of that earlier. Cracking up? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> we've had so many technical, like, with this right. podcast. That's what I'm saying. How ridiculous is just day-to-day. <laughs> you're like, I'm just trying to bring this podcast to people. 
Why is it so difficult? <laughs> yeah. You know what's interesting is I had a really difficult day and it was like everything was hitting me, hit me. And I wasn't feeling as angry or anxious as I usually would be. Mm-hmm. And so I was making myself feel anxious. Yeah. I've definitely Does that make done sense? That. Yes, I'm like, I'm upset, time. but I'm not <laughs> upset inside. Yeah. Like today, like I, I'll, you could tell my wife thought I was way more upset than mm-hmm. I, than I really was. You know, like I think I said a couple of things. She's like, no, it'll be okay. And I was like, I know that. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm not conveying to you that I'm actually okay with this. Like I'm laughing this off. Right. Cause I mean, she, in her mind, she was like, oh, he's going to be pissed. <laughs> like, cause I told her, I looked her in the eyes. I was like, this is everything. Like, this is oh. everything I've ever done. Like, all your sets, sets, stuff like, like that. This is artwork that I don't have other files to. Mm-hmm. Like, this is uh, digital artwork I don't have other files to. Like, yeah. just bought a bunch of video effects for my YouTube show that was stored oh. on that. Like, oh. so Dude. I think she was like, he's going to explode. And I was just like, <laughs> no, I just need to run some errands to get my mind. Like, I got yeah. it set up doing what it needs to do to try mm-hmm. to remedy it, but I can't look at this anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, f- I also feel like I'm good at getting out of a situation if it makes me feel a certain way I don't want it to. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And like you said, that's just self-taught. Yeah, it's just age. <laughs> you know, like being in a situation and be like, you know what, if I would have just left five minutes before that, yeah. <laughs> we would have been fine. <laughs> yeah. And now I can see that and be like, yep, time to go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great it's yeah. so it's great like i i truly am embracing aging and taking that knowledge of all the weird situations you put yourself in in your teens and 20s and like, yeah i've had a blast in my 30s i've mm. absolutely loved my 30s and i'm sure the 40s will be even better you know like my body says otherwise but, <laughs> but you know like, well, I've got, i'm working with like half a shoulder and like a kneecap you know but that's about it you know I'm waiting for him to come up with you know so metal legs robot? and arms. Yeah. yeah. I just want a torso and a head, you know? <laughs> now I'm just seeing a nursing room, room full of that. <laughs> now I really want to just be the floating head in Futurama <laughs> at, at the nursing home. You know what I mean? Just like put me in the windowsill. I just want to stare at my happy little trees. <laughs> How would you paint with your tongue? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, just like headbutt the canvas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, he's not angry. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like joking. a unicorn painting paintbrush. <laughs> Can you give that visual again? <laughs> Happy little trees. <laughs> um, how did you get into comedy? Ah, just really enjoying it. You know what I mean? Like it was always one of those things where I was like, "That looks fun." You know what I mean? Like. Because I was, I am, you know, soft spoken, and mm-hmm. sometimes to get points across and to be the one talking, I have to have a, a microphone, or people need to shut up around me. You know, yeah. that doesn't happen a lot. You know, like, <laughs> I had a lot of loud friends growing up. You know, where I'd go to speak, and someone would just, I'd be like, ah, they already made the jokes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I've really enjoyed that. Like, people were there to hear you talk. Like mm-hmm. that was always the appealing part to me. Like, oh, you get, you, you. You dictate everything that happens here. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. You know, like, so yeah, I always just was a fan. And then I had a job where I had to kind of like, it was it was serious. Like I was watching people's heart rates go across this, the screen, and mm-hmm. I had to like call the nurse if something would change. Like if you were on a heart monitor at the hospital, mm-hmm. I was like watching what was going on. Um, and but you also have to keep yourself entertained for twelve hours <laughs> while you do that. So that's like, what you're doing for 12 hours 12 watch. hours like mm-hmm. you can get up and take breaks and like go to the cat like you got lunch breaks and stuff like, and break breaks but like yeah 12 hours monitor 
oh, something happened. Call the nurse. Wow. So I would just try to write jokes. Like, I would listen to all these comedy albums and things, like, because you could have headphones in and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I would listen to comedy albums for a good couple months, and I was like, well, let me see if I can do this. And then it just happened from there. Like, once you know how, once you tell your friends something, they're, like, going to make sure you see it through. So like, oh, yeah. I didn't know, like, my friend, like, we were at uh, this brewery in Aberdeen, North Carolina, where we lived, and uh, no no comedy in Moore County, North Carolina. Like, the only chance I had to do comedy was, like, a mixed media mic at Mellow Mushroom. <laughs> oh, no, like, not, not Mellow Mushroom. That. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Uh, so the, <laughs> the bartender was the owner one night, and he's like, just do it here. And I was like, what do you mean do it here? He's like, just do a comedy show. I was like, just just me? And he's like, why not? I was like, and then of course, my friend's right there. He's like, yeah, we're doing this. You know, I was like, yeah, we're doing it. So it was 2011. It was wow. Christmas. It was December 22nd, 2011. Uh, and we made, the, you know, once you make the Facebook event, you got to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was a done deal. So. I gave everyone like a heads up and it happened to be like so many people were in town for Christmas. Like, yeah. It's like 85 people packed out. In that Your brewery. first mic was a sold out show. Yeah. <laughs> I did 22 awesome. minutes. Shut up. Yeah. It's it. I had my friend take it down, but it was on YouTube. <laughs> Why'd you have him take it down? Cause I, I, I was putting a special out and I didn't want people to see that. And then I was just mm-hmm. yeah. see that. You know? <laughs> Cause it was bad. It was pretty bad. Okay. You know? but I, they definitely were like, I mean, according very to you, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I mean, there were some jokes where, you know, flew in 2011. Yeah. Oh, of, oh, I see. I regret it. Nothing over the line, but like, I was like, I could be taken the wrong way. I don't want, yeah. I don't want that out there. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely didn't mean it this way. So I definitely don't want people to think I meant it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how long have you been doing it total now? 12 years. 12 years. Yeah. yeah. Wow, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. And it still brings you joy? Love it. Like, there's, you know, there's definitely parts that bumps you out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You deal with that every day. You know, like the the always emailing and then the, I just hate the not hearing back. I'd rather yeah. hear the no's. Like, just send me an email and be like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> send me <laughs> an Instagram message be like, please don't email us anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I just hate the no, like the no responses. Like, yeah. you just feel like your email's out in the world. No one saw it. <laughs> no one cares. You yeah. Know? Like, I just, I hate that part of it, but. Part of the part of the process, part of the journey. I'm trying to tell myself, <laughs> I love that. I you're so chill, bro. Like I feel like, well, I, it did. Like my mid thirties, like for some weird reason, I really worried about like death and like not being on the planet anymore. Like mm-hmm. a friend told me something. You know how you can just let your friends get in your head. Like he was like, we were talking about life and death, and he's like, I was like, I wonder what happens after death. And he was like, Do you remember before you were born? And I was like, no. He's like, and I was like, for some reason that just messed me up for a couple of years. I was like, well, I'm just not what? Nothing, you know. So that, mm. so I'm just really just trying. Like, sounds so stupid saying it, but just being like, really just trying to enjoy my time on Earth. You know? No, I get that. I will. I do want to counter that and say, if you did remember what was before you were born, your life would not be how it is because you'd true. be like. I was in space as an <laughs> orb. Well, I think it was one of those things where I was okay with the before. You know, mm. like, I'm good with not knowing that, but, like, it's scary to think, like. Mm. And then that turned into, you know, like, wanting to leave a legacy. You know, I'm like, is anyone going to even care if I'm gone? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, that really got me for a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. So really just trying to come out of that and just being like, man, just enjoy what you do every day then. 
Yeah. Well, you definitely <clears throat> touch lives and influence people. Like just this time I've spent with you, I'm like, oh, I love being around a uh -huh. calm mm -hmm. soul and, and personality. And I would much yeah. rather be that than someone being like, God, Drew's going to be there. Like, yeah. Like I never want to be that person. I never would want to be like, great, I guess we got to bring him along. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I want people to want me around. You know? A thousand so, percent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying it's one or the other, but I'm saying like even if, you know, you were never like, Elvis leg legacy, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. knows you forever. I don't know. I've because I've thought about this too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The people that you do affect. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, a friend of mine, not to be weird, but a friend of mine died this past week. Mm. Mm. Um, just unexpectedly, it was it happened. It had to be like a health issue, like a heart attack or embolism or something, because it was very sudden and no foul play or anything. Uh, and they just said there was like so many people at his memorial service. You know what I mean? Like. And I guess I just kind of want that. You yeah. Know? Mm -hmm. Like just a bunch of people there when you do die. You know? I wish mm. we didn't wait until that happened to tell people. <clears throat> I know. How much they meant. I noticed yeah. that when my dad died. Mm. Of just like, man, I know he would have wanted to know people felt this way. Yeah. yeah. You know? And so it it really changed for me. Like that being in the moment, don't wait to say things. And yeah, yeah. Like somebody went, they're like, you're really nice. You compliment people a lot. And mm -hmm. I'm like. It's like, don't, don't wait to, like, I tried to make that a thing now of like, if I think I'll, you know, your shirt's nice or your hair mm -hmm. looks like, I'm going to say something, you know, whatever comes up, I'm going to say it. Yeah. With the negative stuff too. Like, don't yeah, hold yeah. stuff in. No, for sure. But like being, being present and not holding that back. Mm -hmm. But I wish yeah. we didn't wait till we were, the person was gone. For sure. No, I wonder I if there's a um, business that gives you fake funerals. I'm sure there is these days. I mean, if not, we need to start. I it know, like right? <laughs> trademark, trademark. Yeah, yeah. Bad and penny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be cool. You know, I did see that funeral, that uh, service that would stage the body however you wanted it to. Why? So, no, I'm just saying, like, if you were a beach bum, they put you in, uh, like, a lawn chair with, like, some sand and, like, a fishing pole, and your friends could come have a beach party with you one more time. Wow. I don't know yeah. how I feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard people um, having going away parties, like when going they, away, going away. Yeah, <laughs> if they know that they, you know, Are they have like, like a terminal, terminal illness yeah, yeah. or something, mm. having a going away party that so breaks my heart. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> How are you? How do you go to one of those and just not be bummed out? Right. You know what I mean? like, right. I don't know. Like my friend's gonna be dead soon. Like that's what we're selling. What kind of gift right? do you bring? Because they're not gonna be using Medicine? it very well. yeah. <laughs> Experimental treatment. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Because uh, that sounds terrifying. Like, but I mean, my grandfather used. To, you know, his his family was very Irish, and mm -hmm. you know they would just throw the body on the pool table and go drink at the the pub. You know. He wouldn't, but he would tell me stories of, like, how his family would do that. So wow. It was a big, like, police tradition up north. Just throw the dead body on the pool table and drink it. <laughs> Just this image of, like, chucking it on I'm going to put it in a nice, like, position. You oh, know okay. I mean? okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, He's not, not, like, playing like, pool. <laughs> <laughs> Sunglasses, weekend at Bernie's Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want to happen. Find a way to like taxidermy and just carry me around everywhere. You know what I mean? You have some um some lofty goals for when you're old and dead. <laughs> have a blast. Yeah. <laughs> I might even pretend to be dead so people just weekend at Bernie's me, but I'm still here the whole time. <laughs> Save up and pay some orderlies to do that at the nursing home. Yeah. 
<laughs> Slip just ten in their pocket. They're like, this is not enough. Like, the glasses are going on, buddy. <laughs> Have you seen where you can be turned into a tree? Yeah. And planted. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's about I, really like I like that, that a lot. I want to do that. Yeah. 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 I got I had this weird thought not too long ago about just the real like poeticness of having a gravesite. Mm. Like I was reading an article about how someone was like visiting this like famous person's gravesite and like other people like they had to wait their turn because other people were already there. Like that's I don't know, that sounds pretty pretty cool. Kinda nice. Like if people would actually come to your gravesite. Yeah. There's like a nice one somewhere nice, you know? I don't know. Well, think if you were a tree, people would that hang right out could have a picnic <laughs> under. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, people like, you don't even know. Do you get to put the tree wherever you want to, or is they have like fields where it's like pre-designated? I don't know. Where would you put your trees? Mm, that's a good question. That's a really good question. Where would you? I don't mm. know if I have an answer. I mean, initially beach came to mind, but probably a forest with other trees that used to be humans. Yeah. Oh, okay. What yeah, a, now I'm hoping they have a pre-designated like field for everyone. Like a haunted forest. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, but then I was thinking, what if those spirits are humans that aren't cool, and then you'd be like, "Fuck, I'm stuck here." Yeah. What if you're like, stuck rooted. in that forest? You're yeah. Just like, <laughs> like you're really that. Like what? Are, like because I mean, what if that's the afterlife. Is you are wherever you are. You're, you're like, like, I can't wait to be cut down and made into paper, dude. This sucks. <laughs> like if you get your ashes spread on the beach, and you're just like, I think I'm over there. <laughs> Oh, here comes the wind. I love your physical. It's another like <laughs> painting with your forehead move. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for coming on. Of course, thank you for yeah, having thank me. Thank you. We um, like to ask like so something that you do for yourself mm-hmm. that brings you joy and peace. Other than like artwork is cooking for sure. Ooh. Yeah. I cannot relate. I'm not relate. watching Bob Ross. I'm watching some Food Network or something. Really? Yeah, like, what do you like to cook? I, I, I mastered, not mastered, but by like, uh, you know, I watch Bobby Flay. So it's like, what is your mm-hmm. signature dish? Uh, I do these like um, strawberry salsa uh, feta cheese chicken tacos. Pretty good. Um, when can we a little come balsamic yeah. reduction, you know what I mean? Well, okay, reduction. People yeah, don't just know. say reduction. <laughs> you know, that's fancy for butter and cook it down. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I know about cooking down yeah, butter. Just put some butter in it and cook it down. Have you always been a good cook? No. Nah, well, I mean, my grandma taught me pretty early. Mm-hmm. You know, like, but I'm thinking back some of the stuff that I thought was good as a kid. <laughs> I'm like, your grandparents sound like they taught you a lot. Oh, they were fantastic. They literally retired to take care of me and my brother. You know? Like they, they retired, went on like a 48-state trip, and then they're like, all right, here we go. We got kids again. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we're, we're done. What's up? Wow. <laughs> you know? It was great. Wow. That's really sweet. Are they still around? No, nah, they passed away in six weeks from each other. Really? Yeah. Aww. That's that heartbreak. Married for like 67 years, I think. Like that. Oh, like that. man. Yeah. I want that to happen in my next life. What? I want to have like a long partnership like that. Mm. And then like just be gone together. Yeah. <laughs> That's really nice. <laughs> I think it's sweet. Yeah. Are they uh, buried in a gravesite? Right beside each other. <laughs> I want to love like John <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Got married in like their early 20s. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Did they ever tell you the secret? What would what would they say? 
When's my grandfather always says the secret is to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I mean, you, you think you're saying you're something wrong, just shut up. <laughs> you said that about your second marriage. You were like, I've learned like, when to be like, don't say that. Right. Yeah, I hear my grandfather being like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you ever talk to him about getting married young in the 20s? Because you did that too, so that's like. Yeah, yeah. Well, unfortunately, they um, by the time I was uh, getting married, they weren't you know weren't all there. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So I couldn't have like a serious like. I remember having conversations with them, but I couldn't tell you know how lucid they were at mm. the time, stuff like that. You know. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that's really that nice. was a big bummer in life is getting divorced and not being able to talk to my grandpa about it. Mm. You know. Yeah. Mm. Well. He was around somewhere. Yeah. Watching. Yeah. 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 Being like, like, shut up next time. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, you opened your mouth. And stuff. That's what happened. It's really nice you had that relationship with your grandparents. Oh, it was yeah. great, man. Yeah. They really helped me grow up for sure. Taught mm-hmm. me how to drive, shave, the typical stuff, you know. Like, I grew up without a dad, but I didn't grow up without a dad. You yeah. Know? Just had a second generation dad, I guess. Right. Yeah. A wiser dad. Mm-hmm. Better. Way better. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I think, I truly think if a parent sticks around, that can actually do more damage than if they just aren't there. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I see some of my friends that their dad was around and they have more issues than I do yeah. from it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm yeah. I kind of happy in a way that people that wanted to be there were there. Yeah. So that's a good way to look at it. Hmm. Ah. I love it. Well, you turned out to be an awesome person. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. I've really enjoyed thank hanging out mama. with you. Well, today. thank you. I've enjoyed hanging out with you. It's y'all. been fun. Isn't yeah. he great? It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, will you tell people where they mm-hmm. can find you and about your special and just like yeah, anything you want to sure. plug? Uh, check out the special anywhere you want to listen to it. It's on all the audio stuff, but YouTube, if you want to check out the beautiful club that is Dead Crow, Co- Dead Crow Comedy Room in Wilmington, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. That's where I got to film it. That's where I started. I just mm-hmm. love it. Um, uh, check me out on Instagram. It's probably my favorite. I love Instagram. You know, just, yeah. Uh, same thing. Just happy animal videos all day. I don't listen to the nonsense. Uh, <laughs> Bluey memes, you know, but right <laughs> what's your uh, Instagram at laugh with Harrison? It's all one word, all lowercase. Uh, and Drew Harrison comedy.com's got links to everything. If yeah. you want to go there, that's the one stop shop. Perfect, thanks yeah. for coming, oh, Drew. Thank you guys, this was thank fantastic. You. Yeah, you're listening to I'm Fine, It's Fine podcast. I am trauma therapist Melanie Reese, and you can find me across all platforms at Trauma Therapy Nashville. And my name is Amber Autry. I am a comedian in Nashville and internationally touring. You can find me on all platforms at Amber Autry Comedy. And while you're listening, please rate, review, share, like, and subscribe. I know that sounds like a lot, but each step helps so much. We love what we do. We get great feedback, Mm -hmm. and we love that you're here. Um, So literally, every step helps. Mm -hmm. And thank you for listening to the podcast. Have a great day. Yeah, thank you.